0: Hey, what's up, LFG fam? I'm your host Justin Bonnet from Let's Grow. Work today's episode is from a friend of ours, all the way from Oregon. We got Lindsay. Lindsay, go and introduce yourself.
1: Hey, um, thank you for having me. Um, so I'm Lindsay Rose, uh, born and raised in Roseburg, Oregon. Um, that is about three hours south of Portland, in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I've been detailing for about three years, uh, opened up shop three years ago, and uh, just been hitting the ground running ever since.
0: That's awesome. What, uh, what got you into detailing?
1: Well, actually, I was a first responder and in the medical field for about 10 years, and um, COVID hit, and everything went weird. Everything changed in the medical field, and I uh, got burnt out really fast. And then actually my um, partner is um, a nurse. So things got really hard on her end. And we, have a fi- we had a five year old at the time. So I needed to step back and um, take care of her. Um, at that time, schools were not in session. So, you know, it was like, what do we do? And working opposite shifts didn't work because um, we both needed a lot of support so i uh i quit my job as a first responder and just was doing the home life for a little bit and honestly that lasted about three months and i got tired i got bored <laughs> <laughs> so i was sitting around and i was like well my only hobby and my only uh skill besides saving lives is um is anything cars i love cars i've been building cars racing cars driving cars cleaning cars since I was five. So I decided I'm gonna start an auto detailing shop. And uh, it was February, well, I decided this December of 2020 and everyone was like, this is the worst time to start a business, you are crazy. And I was like, well, I gotta work, but I can only work, you know, I gotta be really flexible. So that's why I started that. I started it in February of 21.
0: That's awesome. And I don't know about you, but for COVID, that was a great time for us because
1: it was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, um no, I I literally popped up. I put a thing on, uh, you know, in my small town nothing closed down. Yeah. We weren't we weren't like the big cities, you know, and and COVID really didn't even hit us until the late 21. Really? We didn't have it in our hospitals. It wasn't it wasn't scary until the end of 21. so we were kind of like confused, you know yeah, so uh, yeah, as soon as I said I was open, everybody everybody had their stimulus checks, and we were just going <laughs> crazy. I, uh, I actually started it started this business with the um, with my stimulus check
0: hey, and that's people awesome. laughed,
1: but yeah. I uh, that, you know. Yeah, that was all I had. I had six hundred dollars and I said, here we go.
0: Yeah, you bet on yourself and that's what happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, because a lot
1: of people, a lot of people didn't believe in it. They were like, you're crazy. Yeah, you can't charge two hundred fifty dollars for a detail. And I was like, now I laugh at that price.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Crazy how quick things change, huh?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That's amazing. So you started off, I believe, in a shop, right? Did you ever do the mobile game or no?
1: So mobile, what's what's so funny is when I hear about other people who are mobile, now that I'm really into the game and, and have a lot of resources, it didn't even cross my mind. Really? I didn't even think that I would want to do it mobile. And I guess because you guys have so many obstacles. There's so many, you know, there's so many yeah. things that really limit or, or you have to work around and it's not that I am not the kind of person who can't do that. But to me, that was just like, that seemed like a lot. So I wanted, I wanted a place where I could go and, and where people could go and drop their cars off. Um, and I never had to worry about, you know, is somebody gonna have the right kind of water pressure or this or that. Definitely didn't have the resources to build a um, mobile truck or van. So yeah, I was, um, I, 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 was a gym rat and my, my gym owner, he had, um, a lot of extra space behind the gym and it was like this little tiny roll up door shop, uh-huh. dark as night. You couldn't see it was cold. <laughs> it was wet. It was all the things, but it was 200 bucks a month. Sold. So yes. So I gave him three months cause he told me that I have to at least stay for three months. That was the, so I gave him three months right then and there, and I said, "Okay, here we go, and uh, I actually outgrew it in three months.
0: Wow, good for you,
1: yeah, and but yeah, that's how now? I started. Where am I at now? So I'm actually on my this is unfortunate, but I'm on my third location um, after that location, I moved to a shop it was like an old gas station, it was really cool, had a lot of character. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was on a busy road. Everybody knew where I was, but the landlord decided to, that he was going to tear it down. Uh. He he didn't want to sell it. He didn't want to do anything. Um, he wanted a parking lot to go with his new uh, convenience store. Uh. So um, I moved out of that, and I was back into another little like shack type shop because it was what I found, and then. In May of last year, um, I found a. I think I'm in about 1,700 square foot now. I have three bays, um, much much nicer shop. It has a heater. I finally have a heater.
0: <laughs> it gets cold <laughs> yeah. out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to snow right now, which is really crazy. But yeah, it gets cold in the winter. And uh, but space wise it's it's like a big brick building um and it has apartments on top which is kind of like cool in in some ways Mm -hmm. it stays isolate it stays insulated really well um for heating and cooling i was able to build walls and put up any lighting i wanted and painting and all of that is like super important when you rent because sometimes you can't do any of that and then you're limited
0: yeah no that that definitely makes sense I think that's great. So you've been in the game a couple of years now, three years, right? And um, yeah. are you solo?
1: So no, I've had I had an employee for the last year. Um, I don't have him anymore, and I just recently hired um, somebody new. Okay. We've been. Uh, she's been here for about two weeks. Very nice. And that's going well.
0: Good. Is that something you want to continue to grow on is having staff and like, you know, what are your thoughts, pros, cons, you know, all that good stuff?
1: Well, there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons to employees. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm actually really heavily in going through this right now because I'm so busy. Um, I mean, the phone rings all day long. Emails come in all day long. I, like I said, I'm in a small town and I'm one of, one of very few that are um, detailers that are really driven and hustling out here. Yeah. You know, when we're as detailers, we come up, we come into like so many different obstacles and a lot, a lot of them just give up Yeah. or, you know, or they're only here while the sun is shining. Right. So, and I have, my main thing is consistency. I've been consistent since the day I opened. Yeah. So with that, you know, and you do a good job, you're going to have a ton of customers. So back to the employee thing. Um, yeah, I want a team. I think a team is going to be um, most beneficial for electric rows. Um, I'm having a hard time um, figuring out what that team looks like,
0: yeah. I guess, is
1: a good way to put that, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's a lot of adapting and learning. I mean, I'm 15 years in and i just now have the most solid team that i've ever had and it's allowing me the opportunity to do the podcast, run the shop because i don't know if you know my story but started off mobile for 15 years and just this beginning of this year we finally pivoted to the shop 5 days a week which is completely foreign to me. It's terrifying. But because i have the team i can lean on and they can go out and do the mobile stuff that we've kind of built up over the past decade and a half. It's it's working out, but yeah, it's it's scary. It's it's interesting to fi- figure out what works, what will work for you versus other people's story and how you can adapt and uh, create like a culture within your, within your company.
1: Right. Yeah. Creating a culture is huge. Um, I have to have boundaries, you know, not give too much. I've given, I've given too much in the past. And, but then again, you kind of have to give a little because this job is not, not for the week. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely give and take for sure. One of my old employees said, um, you let somebody slide. The next thing, you know, they think they can ice skate
1: (laughs) instantly. It's so fast. Yeah, it, yeah, it blows my mind how fast, um, I guess individuals get comfortable in, in, in all areas, Yeah, not just underneath us. I mean, I am not one to get comfortable, but I, um, I was raised, you know, we had everything we needed, but we were poor. Yeah, And my dad, he, he had an addiction and with, with that comes a whole other line of problems, you know, and you can't get comfortable. You can't. So that, that's something that I preach and that's the kind of people I look for is, is hungry individuals and not yeah. just for money. I'm talking about life.
0: And success. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Happiness. Everything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: A hundred percent. And that's like, for me, when I go through resumes or whoever I talk to detailing is not what I look for. I look for like, you know, management experience or some kind of longevity in a job to show commitment when they're in a place that they're happy. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I've been looking at, I unfortunately, I put it on indeed. Yeah. And then my uh, email just went haywire. <laughs> so of course, you know, you're like looking through them and you're like, okay, well this, this cat has had 15 jobs in a year and, you know, so the, I, at first I was really focused on, does anybody have any detail experience? And then somebody was like, don't hire anybody with detailing experience. Yes. Hire them green, hire them, like you said, management um, or longevity in, in jobs. Go, to, go out into the community and find somebody who's working hard because they have that ethic. You can teach them how to do what you need them to do. Exactly, can't teach them to care. And when, Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, okay, that makes me feel a little better because, of course, there's not really many detailers because, you know, nobody has started anything that like what I have started here in Roseburg. So, I don't know. It's a battle.
0: Yeah. As far as, uh, I mean, yeah, you're definitely right about that. Employees and team members can definitely – it's it's tough. So some days I know people are like, oh, I just want to throw in the towel and go back and do stuff by, my, by myself, you know, and you just got to push through and adapt and overcome. Um, when you said you keep getting phone calls and emails about your schedule, are you using any kind of scheduling software or how are you running that?
1: Yeah. So um, I just went through a Rennie Doyle's success class. Uh-huh. And so I learned about so many amazing things that I had no idea about. Like you're able, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now I have everything linked over to where you go to the website, you put in a quote, it goes directly into my email. That way, I can answer it anytime I want. So I'm able to shoot them back with a proposal of when, where, and how much. Right. They accept it. They or decline it. It's so fast, so easy. Um, I've been doing that for honestly only a week. Uh And it has helped a lot.
0: That's awesome. So it just creates efficiency, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and yeah, (laughs) Um, you're able. uh, I was told that it was going to be like your second employee. And I was like, okay. (laughs) but yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: No, it it is. And it's the the amount of time that you save doing that instead of the phone call and the back and forth and things getting lost in translation and uh, things like that, you know. So when you go ahead.
1: Oh, I don't remember. You're good.
0: <laughs> just the same as me, I swear. Uh, so you're saying you're a car a car person. So what is what is like your car of choice? What are your what are your likes?
1: So for the last, uh, I'll just tell you what I'm building right now because huh. that's easier. Um, the last two years, I've been building a '79, uh, of course, C10 Silverado. Everybody's into those um, right now, but. I bought it a couple years ago out of a field, and I bought it for like a thousand bucks, which was awesome. It's an old grandpa truck, and you could tell, but now it's um, it's pretty awesome. It's uh, I've done a lot to it. We've done a bunch of suspension and custom interior, paint. Um, it's got logos on it. We're getting ready to uh, throw an LS motor in it, and then I'll have to buy tires every month. <laughs>
0: Got to pay to play, right? Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. So um, it'll have
0: your company logos on it?
1: Yeah, it's got my company logos on it. Um, it was kind of one of those things where I took to car shows, helps helped advertise. For sure. Um, anybody sees me in it, they know what I do and who I am. So I also just love it. Yeah. It's fun.
0: That's, I mean, you got to have therapy, right? Like business, business is fun. It's, it's fun to build a business and figure it out day by day, but you have to have that disconnect and to yeah. do something you like.
1: I have a hard time, uh, juggling work in life because I guess maybe because I have a family. So yeah. I feel like work is more important right now. Yeah. But you know, I am strictly Monday through Friday. I don't work on the weekends. Um, even if I'm just sitting around at the house, I at least have to be home on the weekends. My family deserves that, and I know I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really important, and that's one of the hardest things, and I've said it, and people yell at me all the time because I'll say one thing on here, and then I'll do another behind the scenes, but it's like less is more. I'm far more productive in five days than I am in seven. You know, but it's just there's so much to juggle. And unless you set those boundaries for yourself or your partner, whoever set the boundaries, you know, it's it's so important and it can get lost really easily.
1: Yeah. Um, I, did, I have never known anyone to own a business before I got into the owning your own business game. huh. Um, I mean, I had no idea what any of that meant. And uh, I had no idea what it was going to put on my plate.
0: Yeah. Be careful what you ask for, right?
1: Yeah. I always joke that I created a monster (laughs) because that's honestly what it feels like.
0: Yeah. But once I I find it easier to like, you know, write down the weekly goals and things like that and what you kind of foresee happening and it helps you kind of work your way out of operations or whatever you want to do into a role that you want to do while other tasks are being completed by other people, which again makes you more efficient
1: yeah i my goal right now i'm trying to focus on is um like i said i want to build a crew so i really need to dig deep and come up with the training like how am i going to train them efficiently because most employees fail due to their training yeah and and that's in all sources of of work not just what we do so i'm trying to be efficient but at the same time it's like it's also fast paced, so you have to fast pace, high, or you know, um, train people. It. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, it it can be a lot. Um. So, having said that, what all the services do you guys offer over there?
1: Um. I don't. I I would say everything except for anything film. Okay. I haven't played. Before. I I tried to do. Um, window tinning. And I, I quit that really quick because I learned that if you don't have a team, mm-hmm. you can't do both. And also, um, you know, your shop has to be kind of divided. You Is can't, you can't I have mean? your, um, you can't have a detail shop spring in detail dust all over your window film. Yeah. You know, there was there, that was a quick learning lesson. Mm. Um, I do have a really good relationship with the window tenor in town um, and he does the PPF. So okay. I'll paint correct cars. He'll lay the film and then I'll put a ceramic coat on top of that. Right. So that's kind of cool. We get to do things um, together. Uh, we're actually going to throw an event together this um, weekend. It's called the home and garden show. That's awesome. We always do it together. Yeah. I don't know if you can see behind me, but there's this side by side. Yeah. Got tracks on it? That's on, that's on tracks, yeah. That's awesome. So I put, a, I put a ceramic coat on it a couple weeks ago, and my buddy Corbin did the window film. So that's going to be our display model. and
0: That's really cool.
1: He's a really cool client. So yeah, I think collaborating with other businesses in town is super important.
0: It is. It's. It's. You're tapping into everybody's network, and you're supporting everybody. Like for us in Atlanta, there's a lot of detailers and things, but there's no saturation of business. There's plenty for everybody out here. Yeah. And it gets it's like such an ego driven business. It's like, oh, you can't come on my territory. It's like, come on, dude. Like, there's plenty to go around.
1: Now, speaking of that, that is really bad here. Is it when i when I went to uh, the success detailing class? And I learned that like there's all these guys that support, or guys, girls, whatever, everybody that supports each other in detailing. My mind was blown. I thought it was fake. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Um, In my town, everybody pretends to be my friend just to figure out what I'm doing. (laughs) And I'm like, if you would have just asked, I would have just told you. (laughs) Right. I would have written the book for you. (laughs) Yeah. You want to know what products I think are great? Sure. Yeah. You know, because like you said there's so much work to go around right i can't do the whole population and i don't want to
0: <laughs> i only want 5 cars a week you know
1: <laughs> right i only need enough to feed my family i don't i don't need them all right so yeah when i first opened up there was a lot of people who i mean there was i mean they were saying things like how i was a female and i couldn't make that work like girls can't detail i mean it was like really weird stuff and uh, i just said okay kept going
0: yeah. <laughs> people will hate from all sides. It's, it's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah. I mean, the game is, the game is equal. It's like forever. Whoever's the hungriest is going to win. doesn't matter your gender. Right. Um,
1: but I guess what I was saying is I really do like, I love now, you know, my Facebook is full of detailers from all over the world. Yeah. And um, it's so cool to be able to connect, you know, cause Being able to, you know, especially if you work alone, Uh you don't have somebody to talk about work all day long with. You can go home and talk about it, but that person has no idea what exactly you're talking about, you know? So I really like the community in that sense.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And yeah, the community is very important. I have like three or four different detailers that we we text back and forth, you know, 90% of it's memes and useless, but it's still people from the industry and you can tap in when you need to. And it's extremely, extremely helpful. Yeah, because you know if you go on a Facebook detail group or something like that it's just going to be a bunch of nonsense and you're not going to find your answer and it's just it's not you know so to be able to tap into those people immediately is is great to have.
1: Right because not everybody is everybody's cup of tea. Right. So just find your I mean it's a support system and that is super important even if it's just you know your buddy who's going to send you memes about minivans (laughs) and how terrible they are and how we hate them all
0: (laughs) So true. So true. Uh, going back to the product statement you were talking about, what are some of your favorite products?
1: So, I actually use most of the PS line mm-hmm. um, for like detailing, uh, ceramic coats. Um, I've been on the CCI kick.
0: Okay, Michael.
1: Michael Hill, he's yeah. cool. Yeah, he's out here um, in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, I actually got to meet him and hang out with him at SEMA. It was awesome. It's amazing. He's really cool. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, some of my some of my compounds and stuff, um, Angel Wax, mon- Dino Braid. There's a couple of things, but that's pretty much it. I'm, I like to keep it simple. Yeah. If you, if you overcomplicate your, um, I learned this a hard way. You overcomplicate your product, you're blowing money.
0: Yep. You're blowing money and you're blowing time too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just finally found a system that works and I'm just staying with that.
0: Yeah. Like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like there's, you know, time to like listen to other people and see what they're maybe using, but like chasing after all the new shiny stuff is, it's pointless.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. The next shiny thing could walk in my door right now, and I'm going to say, thanks, I'm good. Yeah. Because I just, I did that all through the beginning. Now, through the beginning, um, I didn't have all the knowledge I have now, so I'm glad I shopped around. But it was a long process of wasting money, I feel like.
0: Yeah, no, it's tough. And, you know, it's, it's a learning experience, right?
1: Yeah, and then being in this where I am in this small town of of not very many detailers, or and there's no detail supply store. Mm. There's a paint there's a paint store, and they sell detailing supplies, but uh, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> could you uh, could you become a supplier? Is that something you thought about getting into?
1: Uh yeah, I thought about it pretty heavily actually. Yeah. I think because there's a lot of. There's a lot of summer detailers here. Yeah. So as soon as the sun's out, they wanna they wanna go and do mobile, which, like I said, is great. Yeah. I am terrified of mobile. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would love to be a resource for that. I have the space. I kind of have a couple things like all my walls where I sell like soaps and, and just mm-hmm. like light things. I haven't, I haven't stocked it up like an actual storefront, but right. it has crossed my mind.
0: Be something to do, something to get into. No,
1: yeah. It's just like, uh, plate. yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't, <laughs> I need another plate,
0: <laughs> but there's always something. There's always something. Is that a, not to get off subject, but is that a low rider bike
1: back there? That board. is a lowrider bike back there. That's awesome. Yep. All
0: I can see is the spoked wheel.
1: Yeah, those are like two hundred and twenty spokes.
0: Jesus, give me the story on that.
1: So it's a good story. So I am glad you asked. Um, when I was on the, when I was at my first, or I guess my, it's my second location, but it was the first location that mattered. <laughs> uh, there was a guy that used to go up and down the street all the time, and um, I knew him of him through friends. And unfortunately he has schizophrenia. Mm. And so, um, you know, he'd have good days and he'd have bad days and he kind of needed a job. He told me he needed a job. And of course I wasn't going to offer him a job. So I said, well, what are your skills? And he said, I can build lowrider bikes. I said, okay, how much? And he goes 200 bucks. I said, okay. So I gave him 200 bucks. Uh And I said, um, how long is it going to take? And he goes, oh, I don't know. I'll see you when I see you. And I was like, okay, I just got jipped out of 200 oh bucks, right? Oh my gosh! So a couple of months go by and he shows back up and he says, um, I need your phone number. And I said, okay. Gave him my phone number. I asked him how the bike was coming. And he said, it's really good. Do you want a white seat or a black seat? And I said, I- oh, let's do everything purple and green because those are my logo colors uh-huh. and then we'll do white. So of course he's got the... We got the white seat um, and then the white handlebars, white pedals. And then, you know, it's got the white walls on the tires. So anyways, he comes back and about a couple weeks later and it's all done. And it's sweet and I'm looking at it and it's pink and yellow. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't say a word, but it's got like, he's got my phone number on it he's got my business on it and it's pink and yellow and uh, i said red his name's red i said red uh this is an interesting color choice and he goes well it's your logo colors and he had like even laced uh spray painted um roses on it oh man and i said my logo colors and he goes oh i forgot to tell you i'm colorblind what color is that and i was like <laughs> well that's yellow and that's pink <laughs> <laughs> so anyways the color is a little off but it's awesome. It has a light that works. It, I mean, you can totally functional bike. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hang it up just because it's cool.
0: Yeah. No, that's I'll awesome. never get
1: rid of it. You know? It was a good story. He needed something to do. He was in a bad place. So
0: that's awesome. Do it.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And you got to, I mean, you don't have to, but it's good to support people that you can tell are coming from a place of need.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, Honestly, what it did was kept him from out of my shop for a couple months because he kept bugging me, and I was trying to work. There you go. I gave it, I gave him a job <laughs> in a different way.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Gave something for him to do. Um, before yeah. we get out of here, Lindsay, where can everybody find you?
1: You can find me on all the platforms. So I have Facebook, Instagram, uh, I mean TikTok. But anyways, it's Electric Rose Auto Salon on the website is easy. It's electricroseautosalon.com. Um, yeah.
0: That's amazing. I really appreciate the story. And I really like the fact that we didn't really talk too much before we got on here. So we could really just like kind of feel each other out and what, what your true story was. So I'm really excited about that.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm really honored to be on here. So thank you. Yeah. I enjoyed I- some of your last podcasts. I checked them out yesterday on my ride home from Portland and, it was cool.
0: They didn't put you to sleep, so that's cool. <laughs> no,
1: nope, didn't put me to sleep, man.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Real quick, uh, what are your goals for this year coming up? What are you What are you trying to accomplish?
1: Um, well, I got to make a decision um about something, and I can't quite I can't quite say it because I'm one of those people who are superstitious.
0: Yeah, it's all good. But
1: um, my honest goal is is to um, is to get the training of crew down.
0: Good. Awesome. Yeah. So whatever we can do to help or anybody that you listen to on an episode, if you want me to put you in touch, just let me know. and We'll make it happen. Perfect. So I appreciate awesome. that. Yeah, absolutely. Lindsay, thank you so much for your time. Everybody, don't forget, let's grow.work, hashtag LFGFam, where success is in the details. And we'll talk to you all next
1: time. Thanks, Linz. Peace out.